and our first story of the evening is from a first timer. So please give a lovely warm 10 by 9 Zoom welcome to Sarah Damewood. My first encounter with the green light, that mysterious green light of peace, was when I was three years old. I don't remember the experience except through the story that my parents would tell, especially when we were stuck at stoplights and everyone in the car was tense and irritable. And so we would reenact my early childhood prayer, which was green light. And amazingly, the light would turn green and everything was good and peaceful for a while at least. I think this gave me a sense of agency that with a little prayer and action, it is possible to change the world as though the green light was kind of a magic wand of justice, a prerequisite for peace, you know? Little did I know then how the green light would appear to me years later in such strange and puzzling ways. Fast forward about 55 years to 2013. Many of us here in America were advocating for comprehensive immigration reform. And I was asked to help Network Lobby, which is a, an organization founded by Catholic sisters to advocate for social justice and peace. They had plans for a bus tour of the country to advocate for immigrant families. And they asked me to organize an event in Greenville, South Carolina, about two hours from my home. This was a nuns on the bus tour. And it was an enormous bus. It was covered with a mural of multicolored upraised arms and the message, raise your hands, raise your voice, text nuns to 877 to support comprehensive immigration reform. Their leader was Sister Simone Campbell, who was called a rock star nun for her popularity. How hard could it be, I thought, to find a place for this event? Then after dozens of phone calls, I realized I would be spending part of my vacation desperately begging for help. Finally, a Catholic priest agreed to host the event at his parish, and my friends Roberto and Tara and I headed up to Greenville for a reconnaissance tour. I don't remember exactly what I said to offend Father, but he said he did not want a carnival-like atmosphere at his church. Yes, Father, I understand. Also, the nuns were welcome to present their opinion as long as it was nonpartisan. Yes, Father. And he would have to ask the bishop for permission. Yikes. Ask the bishop for permission? I thought this was a done deal. So anxiously, I waited several days, and then I called Father to ask if he had heard from the bishop. No, but he thought we had the green light. <gasps> the green light. <laughs> I asked for no more clarification. I accepted this as a gift from God. So we held the event as planned, listened to the nuns' poignant appeal for mercy for immigrant families, 
sang America the Beautiful in Spanish and took lots of pictures. You wouldn't have recognized Sister Simone as a rock star nun. She wore a simple flowered skirt and a pink top and a white jacket and pearls. But the day before the event, she had met with President Obama in the White House Oval Office. He wanted her to know that he too was a person of faith and understood the need to welcome the stranger. Then heading south during the second leg of the bus tour, Sister Simone was followed all the way to Greenville by an immigrant family who had seen her on the news. They were desperate to prevent the father's deportation. And so she wrapped her arms around them in Greenville and prayed in Spanish. When it was all over, I Googled the green light. As I understood it, the green light was tacit approval. I didn't care how tacit was the approval or where it came from. I would look for that green light at every opportunity and seize it for the cause of justice and peace. So the next opportunity came soon in an encounter with Congressman Mick Mulvaney. I honestly can't remember which national expert suggested that I lobby Congressman Mulvaney. At that time, he served the 5th Congressional District of South Carolina, not my district. But I was told that Mick was a Catholic serving an evangelical district, and I should collaborate with evangelicals. And I did. But more so, I tried to organize Catholic advocates. That wasn't easy. But I looked to the US Conference of Catholic Bishops Migration and Refugee Service for support, and they had a postcard on their website that Catholics could print and sign and mail to Congress showing their support for immigration reform. So I decided to visit Catholic churches in the fifth district and bring those postcards with me. I called parish priests to let them know I'd like to say a word about this during the announcements after masses. And when they asked if I was representing the diocese, I said I was representing the US Conference of Catholic Bishops. It seemed reasonable to assume that I had the green light to do that. So parish priest cheerfully introduced me as a messenger from the diocese. I gave my elevator talk to mass attendees and many lined up at my little portable table to sign postcards. And after a couple of months, I had a stack of postcards this high. Then my friend Roberto, who lived in the fifth district and a Catholic deacon and I met with Congressman Mulvaney. Mick Mulvaney is a relatively short man with piercing blue eyes and he listens intently before he disagrees with you. And so the three of us gave our testimony and then I produced the postcards from my travels in District 5. He said, how did you do that? I said, Congressman, I visited most of the Catholic churches in your district. Well, we didn't get what we wanted from Congress and the hope of immigration reform slipped away. And in the meantime, word got out about my visits to the churches. So I doubt I'll be able to do that again. Was it worth it? I think only God knows.
I get different opinions when I ask for feedback. Still, I look forward to a new year and new possibilities. Loving God, what do you want your weary old advocate to do now? Green light. Thanks very much, Sarah. That's lovely to hear your story. Um, how nice to have you singing as well. What a lovely thing. I don't know if you know that Mick Mulvaney is the current um, envoy to Northern Ireland from the um, current administration. Do you know that? So you know, I, I didn't know that until you told me that when you replied to when I submitted my story and I thought, oh my God, I really have the green light now. <laughs> I need, <laughs> I've got to tell this story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, presumably things will change over the next while, but yeah. Thanks very much. Uh, Thank nice you. to hear from you. And congratulations on your first 10 by 9 story. Sarah, we look Thank forward you. to more from you.